This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for two fifty and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndiePolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. On the program today, well, there was a big event that happened in Brownsburg on Friday. The Cincinnati Reds came to town with their winter caravan, and they were here in part to talk about the help they're going to provide Brownsburg Little League with their new facilities. It was a packed house at the Brownsburg Community School Corporation's school board room to hear members of the Cincinnati Reds staff and as well as uh, former player Corky Miller and current major leaguer Cincinnati Red and former Brownsburg High School standout Tucker Barnhart talk about the Reds, talk about the Reds giving back to their community foundation and talk about the help the Reds plan to provide to Brownsburg Little League. I had a chance to sit down and talk with some of the participants uh, throughout the course of the event. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to play you those interviews. So we get things started with Charlie Frank, Executive Director of the Cincinnati Reds Community Fund. Here's that conversation. So Charlie, tell us a little bit about what's going on here today in Brownsburg. Well, you know, we've uh, redirected the Reds Winter Caravan here for a Brownsburg stop. And that's something that we had thought about in the past just based on uh, Tucker's involvement with the Reds naturally this year with uh, with Drew Storen uh, being added to the roster made even more sense but prior to Drew's arrival uh, you know we had been in touch with Tucker and the Brownsburg Little League folks and were made aware of the level of urgency they have to find the new home complex so we figured that this might be a great way to lend support. We've had Tucker on our show several times he's a phenomenal guy it's probably pretty cool when these Cincinnati Reds players come to you and say hey we've got this going on in our local community can you help us out? Yeah it is and you know I represent the Reds Community Fund and that's basically our bread and butter um, and for this to be so close to Cincinnati for uh, the Little League program to have so much success over the years 
uh, and the high school level, you know, to have so much success, uh, it's an e even more logical fit. So tell us a little bit about the community fund. Well, you know, we're in a, a very unique uh, sports nonprofit model in that we really only do one thing, and that's uh, baseball and softball, and we focus primarily on urban and underserved kids. Uh, our ownership group is remarkable. They helped us raise close to $8 million to build a Major League Baseball Youth Academy. So uh, our complex opened in 2014 with four uh, state-of-the-art fields and a 33,000-square-foot indoor training center, and all the programming we offer there is free. Uh, Tucker did a clinic there last Saturday. He was there working out with our kids this week, and other Reds players have been out. So it's, um, you know, we, we really try to dive deep in that space. Good to speak with Charlie Frank with the Cincinnati Reds Community Fund. Um, how does this work? Does Tucker just come to you guys? How does this thing sort of play itself out? You know, um, I heard from some representatives from the Little League um, and, I, and Tucker had actually recommended that they reach out to me knowing that I was in the community outreach side of things. So, uh, you know, met some board members with Brownsburg Little League going back to uh, October, November. And uh, Phil Castellini, the Red COO, uh, and I came to town in, uh, in late November and had a chance to sit down and meet the board. And Tucker uh, came down from Zionsville and joined us. And uh, so we just got a much better idea of what was going on. And, uh, you know, Phil Castellini is an amazing leader and talent. Uh, it just can't say enough good things uh, about what the Castellinis do every day with this Reds franchise. And, you know, Phil had done his homework on the way leading up, so we, we were pretty well versed on what was happening and uh, got to see a lot of the pictures and images, got to meet Dr. Snap from the, uh, from the school corporation, and by the time we left, I think we had a good idea of, hey, the next step should be the caravan. Okay, so explain to us sort of, maybe some people have heard about this, they don't know exactly some nuts and bolts, what are the Reds doing with Brownsburg Little League? Well, you know what, uh, to be honest with you, we are still uh, working on that. I mean, this is very early in the process. Uh, I can tell you for a fact that we're going to contribute, you know, to the new complex. Uh, I know that, uh, you know, we're, we're working with Tucker and Drew uh, to see how they best can contribute. And, um, you know, Phil Castellini today is going to be promoting uh, Red's experiences and suites and ticket packages uh, knowing that there are prospects here in the audience. And our hope today, again, is to use the caravan uh, and some Red's experiences to encourage people to get involved. And, you know, how we're going to be involved down the road, I can assure you it's going to be with plenty of dollars and resources, but some of that story still remains to be told. Got a couple of minutes left here with Charlie Frank from the Cincinnati Red's Community Fund. Um, it's probably one of the things, or I know it is because Tucker's told me it is, that the Reds really emphasize to their players, and I'm sure all the major league teams do, get involved in the community. Yeah, and you know, for us, again, our message is not only get involved in the community, which is awesome, but get involved in the game. Because, you know, Brownsburg is incredibly vibrant and healthy when it comes to youth baseball, thank goodness. I mean, it's a model that we'd love to share in, in, in more places. But the reality is, it's not this healthy in, in, in most neighborhoods. And, and, you know, we've been focused on, on trying to bring it back in the urban core, but, you know, it's, it's not functional in every suburban neighborhood either. So uh, it's such a great game. Um, it's, it teaches you life lessons that no other game does. Uh, you don't have to be the biggest, fastest, strongest to really be able to use baseball or softball as a springboard to confidence and, and education in life. So um, we think it's such a great teaching tool. So we love it when the players get involved in the community, whether it's hospital visits, whether it's charities that matter to them. But we really hope that 
uh, a lot of their community activity is also through the game. Charlie, if people want to learn more about the Reds uh, Community Fund, how can they do that? You know, you can go to uh, reds.com slash community. If you want to learn more about our academy, it's reds.com slash academy. Um, and there are ways for people to get involved. We're active all throughout uh, Reds country. We're involved with a group called uh, Playball Indiana uh, and their trade organization in Indianapolis. So uh, hopefully people will check us out. Charlie, thanks for a few minutes, and uh, thanks for being at Brownsburg. My pleasure. Thanks. That was Charlie Frank, the executive director with the Cincinnati Reds Community Fund. And, well, what we're doing on the program today is we are taking a look back at the Cincinnati Reds and their winter caravan being in Brownsburg. And the Cincinnati Reds were here in part because they are going to be a part of helping Brownsburg Little League build some new fields. And we had a chance to sit down and chat with several members of the Cincinnati Reds organization as well as the folks from Brownsburg Little League who are trying to put all this together. Also had a chance to chat with Phil Castellini. He is the chief operating officer for the Cincinnati Reds. Here's what Phil had to say. Well, Phil, thanks for uh, being with us today. Thanks for being in the, the town of Brownsburg. Oh, we're happy to be here. So explain to us, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about the Reds Community Foundation, but go into a little detail of it and why you think it's important for the Reds to be so actively involved in these communities. Well, look, the, you know, uh, baseball, especially at the youth level, is incredibly important to our game, uh, not just producing the future players in our game, but the future fans as well. And so we're out in the community all over Reds country making sure we keep baseball programs healthy. And this is, a, as you know, a great baseball town, um, home of uh, Tucker and others that are, uh, you know, involved with the organization and it always has been a great baseball town and so this not whole program uh, the youth program here we want to make sure we help in any way that we can uh, to make sure it stays uh, alive and well and that's what it's all about and, and we're happy to be here to do that it's really a cool thing that people can come see the Cincinnati Reds I mean you guys realize that's a big deal for a lot of people yeah it is and, and I give credit to the organization you know this caravan has been in place for a very long time and really it's in our ownership all we've done is make it uh, bigger and go to more places at the same time and, uh, you know, Reds Country, we define as like a 150-mile radius around Cincinnati. So we now have the four different buses that cruise around so we can cover more ground, see more fans. And I know they appreciate it, and we're happy to do it. I want to talk about the Reds experience for a moment. I had a chance to see uh, the Cubs play at, the, at uh, the Great American Ballpark or earlier this year. It's such a great experience. Talk about the Great American Ballpark. It is one of the best places in America to see It really is, and that's what we do on the business side is, is we put on 81 events a year, and we wrap the entertainment event around the game itself and that's what it's all about and it's family friendly we know it's an expensive venue but we also try and have a lot of value there there's all you can eat and we've had a dollar stand for a long time still affordable tickets you can bring food into the ballpark if you want so we try and make it family friendly and a lot of fun and because uh, you never know it might be somebody's first game last game uh, and so we try to have as good a time as we can at Great America. Let's talk about the Brownsburg product Tucker Barnhart friend of the show been on several times he is such a great guy and uh, how did he get you guys kind of focused on coming out to Brownsburg? Well you know it it was um, the, the story of the relocation of, of the fields that have been there forever, you know, where Tucker grew up playing the game. And, and we understand and, and uh, are happy for the development opportunities that the city has, but it's it, those development opportunities create a need to move the, the fields, and there really wasn't a plan or a budget to do that. And so we're trying to help out to make sure uh, that, that, that they do find a new home and those programs stay strong, including girls softball, and it just doesn't go away, right? So uh, Tucker let, let us know that that was happening. We came out here and met Kirk and a couple 
couple other guys. And, and so, uh, again, as we have all over Red's country, if we can lend a hand, we will. And we're here to do that in Brownsburg. When we talked with Charlie earlier, you know, he kind of hit the nail on the head. He said, this is what you guys want. You want your athletes, your your paid performers, to be great citizens in Tucker Barnard. Is there, that? There's no question because we do it throughout the minor leagues, get these guys involved in the community. And when they get up to the major leagues, that's just uh, part of the deal. And, and so – Tucker does stuff without being asked and certainly does anything we ask him to do as well. And so for him to be out here uh, putting his own neck out there and, and, and doing things uh, with his name behind him to try to make this kind of project happen means a lot. It means that much more when, when a player is leading an initiative and we're happy to get behind him. You know, we're obviously heard all over the central Indiana area and some other little leagues may be hearing this or parents that are involved and in future years go, wow, this is really cool. I didn't know the Reds do this how do you kind of judge where you're going to go and what you're going to do well we uh, charlie and his staff at the reds community fund rank those projects and we do um you know most of what we do i'd say is smaller scale field dirt maybe improve some back uh fencing and that kind of stuff uh, and then we do a couple of jewel projects each year one of which is uh, one we do with uh, png as a partner and so uh you can go to uh, Reds Community Fund and talk to that staff and, and really put projects in, asks for projects, and then we rank and prioritize those. And sometimes we might not be able to get to them for a year or two, but uh, we always try to do what we can, again, to help uh, youth baseball all over Reds country. Uh, again, uh, if people are just hearing this for the first time, I know you went over a little bit, but if they're interested in the Reds Community Fund, if they're interested in knowing how it works, how they can uh, submit projects, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, they can just go to um, the Reds Community Fund, uh, and, and either reds.com you can find the community fund site or just the number to the Reds Community Fund uh, and talk to that staff and, and get them familiar with what's going on and we'll see what we can do to lend a hand. Thanks for being with us today and, and thanks for uh, being involved in Brownsburg. You bet. Go Red Lakes. That was Phil Castellini, Chief Operating Officer for the Cincinnati Reds. And if you're just tuning in today, our show all about the Cincinnati Reds and their winter caravan coming to the town of Brownsburg. Cincinnati Reds also going to be involved in some capacity in helping Brownsburg Little League build new fields. We're going to take a quick break here from our underwriters. When we come back, we're going to talk with some of the Brownsburg folks who've been involved in trying to get the this Little League field project going. Uh, Kirk LeBlanc from the Brownsburg Little League. Plus, we'll talk with Brownsburg Community School Corporation Superintendent, Dr. Jim Snap. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9 Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides childcare for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. 
My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. On the program, we are taking a look back at last Friday when the Cincinnati Reds' winter caravan came to the town of Brownsburg. And the Reds were here in part because they're going to be helping Brownsburg Little League put up some new fields. Those fields in downtown are coming down at uh, midway through the year. And in 2018, Brownsburg Little League going to need a new place to play. We've talked about that at length on this show and what a big deal that is. And they're sort of up against the clock. Reds have stepped up and said, hey, we're willing to help. Had a chance to uh, chat with Kirk LeBlanc at the uh, Reds Winter Caravan on Friday. Kirk with the Brownsburg Little League board. Here's what Kirk had to say. All right, we're speaking with Kirk LeBlanc from the Brownsburg Little League. Kirk, you have brought the Reds to Brownsburg. Well, I'd like to say credit for that, but uh, unfortunately, I have give most of the credit to Tucker Barnhart. Yeah, it's awesome. He's such a great guy, friend of the show. Um, how did you get Tucker to say, hey, we need to have the Reds out here? Well, I talked to Tucker, and I said, Tuck, you know what problems we face with relocating our fields? Which you, you talked about on our show many exactly, times. Exactly, exactly. And I said, what do, you, what do you have for me? What, what can I do? And he hooked me up with Charlie Frank, uh, who I knew you interviewed. Yep. Uh, Charlie's the director of the Reds Community Fund. And Charlie actually brought Phil Castellini, the owner of the Reds, to my office for a meeting because this is right up uh, the Reds' alley. They, they are so concerned with, with uh, redoing fields for kids. They've done it all over uh, Indiana and Ohio. They just really have a passion for youth baseball. And uh, so the, the partnership, the marriage, uh, started in my office on November 30th. You're it's a dealer, man. You're I, a wheeler and a dealer. I learned a long time ago, it's not what you know, Rob, it's who you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kirk, take us through where we're at with Brownsburg Little League. I know a couple months ago you were on the show talking about time was of the essence. Yes. Um, where are we sort of at with that? Well, we have um, a preliminary deal in place to purchase land from uh, the Archdiocese and uh, Brownsburg School Corporation. It's right east of the Crossroads Feed Barn south of St. Malachy. It's about 40 acres. We have a conceptual plan for 12 fields, which we'll hand out today uh, at a cost of about $6 million for the entire project. That's a bit expensive. It's, it's a bit expensive, Howard. It's about half the original cost. Yeah, so now we're looking at how do we fund this, I would assume? Exactly, exactly. And the, and the Reds have unbelievable um, partnership opportunities for us. Um, they are, you're going to hear today that you donate a certain amount of money to this project, you're going to get a suite for a ball game for free. And just different oh, things. For this project. For this project. So it's sort of like you can say where the money goes. Exactly, exactly. You uh, and, and, and so time is of the essence. We have to have a new home April 18th. We talked about that on, on your show previously. Um, we have to get our, our, our the dirt moving right now. Uh, we have uh, two board members currently. Uh, they're not here today because they're at a turf show in Florida. That sounds fun. Well, they're learning how to, to grow grass in four months. <laughs> And, and you know it. So wait a second, wait a second. You're telling the community 
that I always was under the impression that this year was good for you guys. Now we're saying we got to have it by April of this year. April of 18. April of 18. Okay, we we right. are good for this year up till June 15th. But that is not a lot of time. Not a lot of time. All right. Again, our guest is Kirk LeBlanc from the Brownsburg Little League. So, what? again, you touched on a little bit, but let's go high level. Uh, by this time, this airs Monday. This will have happened. But what are people going to see today? Well, today we have Tucker Barnhart and uh, – some former Reds. We have uh, front office personnel, Walt Jockety, uh, who I love because he built the Cardinals into a World Series well, team. Well, yeah, and, and now I feel like we're on equal playing field with the Cubs and Cardinals. That's, and my world championship ring is floating around here somewhere, <laughs> Rob. We'll have to get you one of those. Um, but uh, so we're going to talk today about the importance of youth baseball and what playing Brownsburg Little League baseball meant to Tucker Barnhart. And more importantly, we're going to hear from Walt Jockety, GM, a former GM of the Reds. He's been in baseball a long time. The importance of youth baseball in communities. It's invaluable. Uh, and you and I have talked about this. Your experiences growing up, uh, me coaching the kids. Those flags are in great shape at my house awesome. now. Those uh, those district and sectional flags, they're, they're, the crinks are the, the the creases are out of them. They're looking great. And I'm I am so glad that you were able to restore those and, and put those up on a place of honor, instead of uh, hanging out in our uh, clubhouse. The cool thing is, once we get our new facilities, we're hoping to have. Uh, space in our new clubhouse to hang some of those. Perfect. That's that's wonderful. Hopefully there will be a little slot there for the 96 team. Well, hopefully it can stay empty until we need it. You can <laughs> keep it at your house. But. Hey, okay, so real quick, and we're going to talk with Tucker a little bit later, uh, we think. Um, and he's been a great friend of the show, and he's always doing charitable causes. Let's close by talking about Tucker Barnhart, what he means to Brownsburg, and, and you know, he is the guy that sort of made this all happen. He is the guy. I mean, he... Uh, as you know, he was inducted into the Brownsburg Athletic Hall of Fame just this week. You and week. I are not there. I, we weren't. We are no, we're not in the uh, Hall of Fame. We, I, I didn't go here. <laughs> but, you know, but you may if you I, pull this I, off. I am a hot dog, not a bulldog. But if no, you, I'm a if bulldog If you now. save the Little League, you may go in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Uh, maybe I'll have a field named after me someday. That's but, right. Uh, no, Tucker, uh, Tucker's just been great. He works with the kids. You know, an off-season program, he could work out anywhere he wants. And he goes to the Hack Shack. And he hits balls in front of all the kids uh, and just really works with the kids. And all the kids know him by name, and he knows the kids by name. And he goes around to all the schools uh, and talks to kids about baseball and about life. And he's just a great, great influence on the kids. Um, we'd like to see more Tucker Barnharts come out of our Little League. Kirk, thanks for doing this. Thanks for all the effort you put in Brownsburg Little League, and uh, hopefully this will spur some people to want to be involved. Thank you, Rob, and I look forward to uh, follow-up conversations with you about how well it's going. That was Kirk LeBlanc from the Brownsburg Little League. Again, the program is Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. On the show, we are taking a look back at Friday when the Cincinnati Reds winter caravan came to the town of Brownsburg. And they did, they did so in part because they are going to be helping Brownsburg Little League build some new fields. And, uh, well, the Brownsburg Community School Corporation was the host uh, for the Reds Winter Caravan. And uh, Brownsburg Community School Corporation, at least right now, are going to be involved in this project for the Little League by, uh, well, selling some land that the Little League's looking to go on. Had a chance to talk with Brownsburg Community School Corporation Superintendent Dr. Jim Snap, who was also on hand for the festivities. Here's what Dr. Snap had to say. Speaking with uh, Dr. Jim Snap, Superintendent of Brownsburg Schools. Dr. Snap, how are you? I'm fine, Rob. This was a great event. How did we get the Reds to to uh, 
Brownsburg School Corporation. Well, we've been involved with the Reds ever since uh, Kurt LeBlanc and the league called in their relationship with Tucker, and, and uh, they needed a place to host them. We said that we were happy to host them. These are our kids. Uh, and in fact, when they're not at school, they're usually playing baseball or softball, and so anything that we could do, we have a great facility here, and so it, I think it really worked out well this morning. One of the things when they put the map up on the, the, the big screen there of potential land will be Brownsburg School Corporation land. It's nice to see that maybe there's a mutual that you guys have some land you don't need and, and it, you guys make a few bucks and they, they end up okay. Right. The the school board um, that has this transaction has not been finalized yet, but certainly making that offer to them and, and basically they'll be, the Little League will be paying for the land with the school corporation pay for land. We're not trying to make any money off of it. It's just a service and very favorable terms for the Little League so they can have a place to play when the season rolls around in 2018. Uh, you mentioned our kids and it's a nice conceptual thing that's going on now where Kirk talked about it as well of, hey, it's not a Little League and school project. It's a, it's a town or the greater Brownsburg area project. That, that's correct. And, and we always we try to partner with any organization that helps and supports our kids in, in great ways. And what a recreational thing. And, and certainly kind of the heartbeat of the sports in Brownsburg has been a long history through the Little League of Little League Baseball. Now, I play Little League uh, certainly was horrible um but but i enjoyed i think i enjoyed like the tickets that you got to go get refreshments as much as probably playing the game but um but little league i think plays an important part in a lot of young people's lives and, and their families lives their, their schedules kind of rotate around the summer games and those things and so we're just happy to be a part of this and any thing we can do to help and support we will and it's really cool because we both play the same brownsburg little league field and it's pretty it's sad to see it go um, but at the same time, it's really nice to know that guys like us can participate in a new generation of uh, being successful. Well, certainly there are a lot of memories there for thousands and thousands of kids, but this will be an opportunity to create more memories for future generations going forward. And I think their expectation that, much like they've played there for over 60 years, that this next place will hopefully uh, have generations for playing there for over 100 years. And so that, that's it's nice that we can be a part of something that will outlive us. Uh, final question here. you got Gordon Hayward, who's now an all-star. you got Tucker. You've You've got, uh, you've got Drew Storen now with the Reds. You've got a member in the NFL. Brownsburg Athletics has really helped nationally put Brownsburg school system on the map. It's got to be a great marketing tool for you Right. Guys. Chris Jones uh, finished the season with the San Francisco 49ers, and then, of course, Lance Lynn with the St. Louis Cardinals. I left Lance. Uh, I was going to be very mad yeah, at me. Well, and, and don't forget about Chloe Digert, our silver medalist. And so um, we've really had a, a very good run of, of athletes that have made it to that level, although we have a lot of others that are playing at the collegiate level and, and certainly in minor leagues and those things. But those are really a focus of spotlight on Brownsburg and we're certainly proud of them and their accomplishments and their ties back to Brownsburg. Dr. Snap, great event today. Thanks for hosting it. Thanks, Rob. That was Dr. Jim Snap, superintendent of the Brownsburg Community School Corporation. And on the show today, we are taking a look back to Friday when the Cincinnati Reds came with their winter caravan and they were in Brownsburg in part because they're going to be helping the Brownsburg Little League with some new fields. We're going to take another break, hear from our underwriters. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show going to uh, speak with one of the all-time great baseball executives. Uh, he's now with the Cincinnati Reds, but spent years with the St. Louis Cardinals. His name is Walt Jockety. He was on hand for the Reds Winter Caravan. Had a chance to talk to him about the Reds getting involved in Brownsburg, plus Major League Baseball as a whole. This is a great conversation, great way to wrap up the show. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. 
How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall on the program. We are taking a look back to last Friday when the Cincinnati Reds came to Brownsburg as part of their winter caravan and had a chance to talk with uh, multiple folks from high up in the Reds organization about uh, the Cincinnati Reds, about Major League Baseball, about uh, their interest in Brownsburg, much of it because our own Tucker Barnhart, former Brownsburg High School graduate, uh, now player for the Cincinnati Reds, reached out to the Reds organization about Brownsburg Little League needing some new fields and uh, had a chance to wrap up the show today with a great conversation with a gentleman named Walt Jockety, one of the all-time great baseball executives, worked for the Cardinals for many, many years before heading over to the Reds and uh, has really done a great job everywhere he's ever been. Here's how we put a bow on today's show with the great Walt Jockety. Well, we are speaking with one of the great baseball executives of all time, Walt Jockety. Mr. Jockety, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. So, uh, being in Brownsburg, this is a great thing. Thanks for being here. Um, you guys do this all all over your area. Um, talk about the Reds Community Foundation. Well, this this uh, uh, this stop here has special meaning to us. You know, Tucker's hometown, and we're doing this for Tucker and. Uh, he means a lot to us and to our organization, and this uh, I know this is important to him. So this was a stop that we felt was uh, something we needed to do. But you know, our, our uh, uh, community relations uh, uh, projects that we do, and Charlie Frank and his group do a great job of reaching out to different areas, different communities, not only in the Cincinnati area, but all through Ohio and Kentucky and uh, West Virginia and, and in Indiana. So uh, it's important we feel as an organization to give back the communities as best we can uh, over time. You mentioned all the areas you serve, and, and it is diverse because of where Cincinnati's at. You know, hey, right. the Chicago, the Cubs, you know, it's right. Chicago, the greater Chicagoland area, St. Louis, the Cardinals, but you guys have several states of diehard Reds fans. We do, and it's uh, that's why we actually have four buses that go out for this caravan, uh, north, south, east, and west, and uh, it, it, no other team does that. And it's because we have fans in all these different regions, and it's important that we go out in these communities, get with our radio affiliates and spend time with them uh, to help spread the word, but also get in the communities and, and talk to them about the Reds. you put together so many great teams over the years. I just want to ask you a couple quick baseball questions. Sure. How has the salary cap impacted, and, and as we've had, really, the, the cap has grown, obviously, over time, but how has that impacted how guys like you do your job? Well, we don't have a, a salary cap, per se, like football, but we do have um, a, a luxury tax level threshold, but um, uh, un well, fortunately or unfortunately, the teams I work for, we never even got close <laughs> to that, but uh, it's it's really all based on, our, you know, in Cincinnati, and when I was in St. Louis, the same way, it's really based on what your revenues are, and, and there's a, there's a th certain threshold 
of debt service you have to have a ratio that so you got to stay within a certain uh, limit but it's uh, uh, you know it, it, it makes it tough because there's such a discrepancy between the large market clubs and small market clubs like ours that uh, you know we have to do more develop within our own organization we have to have strong scouting and player development our international group is getting much bigger and stronger and and uh, that's the way and now we're going through that phase now where we had to a few years here, um, 10, 11, 12, and even 13, 14, a little bit, where we, we were in contention, but we finally, you know, we had to cut it back and start over again, basically, and, and uh, we're in the process of that. And I think the worst is behind us. I think we, we've got a great future ahead of us, a lot of cr good young prospects and still some good quality veterans. You guys remind me a lot of where the Chicago <laughs> Cubs were a couple of years ago where they sort of restarted right. the, the canvas and did it around great young players and you've got some phenomenal young players with the Cincinnati Reds. We do. We have many, uh, you know, for a while we had just pitchers. We, we've developed a lot of pitchers. We've drafted a lot of pitchers and now we've traded and, and um, uh, developed, drafted and developed a lot of position players. So we have a nice balance of both quality position and pitchers uh, and uh, so I think uh, you're going to see and, and they're now starting to get to the higher levels double A triple A and still have a nice group um, uh, of young guys in the lower level so I think you're going to see a nice trend of, of quality players coming through this organization for a while. Spending a few minutes with uh, Walt Jockey one of the great <laughs> executives of all time now with the Cincinnati Reds as uh, somebody who grew up watching the Cubs every day, I got tired of losing to the Cardinals. Right. You had that great blueprint for the Cardinals, which was sort of we're going to the base is going to be our guys. Maybe we bring a veteran in right. there, here or there. You're kind of doing that with the Reds now. Well, that's like. what, yeah, that's uh, basically you build within with your own organization. You try to develop as many quality young players, but then at some point you have to when you get to the right time. And this is what the Cubs have done in the last year. So you you supplement it through trades and uh, signing of free agents and uh, you know they had a bigger um, revenue uh, stream to, to, to sign free agents more so than uh, what we had in St. Louis and certainly more than we have in Cincinnati but that's kind of what we hope to do here in the next couple of years build from within and then um, you know we've made some trades to get some players but also uh, be in a position where we can sign some quality wrap, free agents. As we wrap up your time with you obviously Tucker Barnhart helped put this together yes. was very influential in it I know over the years you've always pressed and I've heard this read many things where you've pressed to your players star big star guy just barely on the roster be involved in the community yeah. I'd like for you to talk a little bit about that and why it's good for Major League Baseball. Well it's important and, and Tucker's a prime example of uh, we, we teach us in the minor leagues we have uh, we have community relations programs in each of our minor league cities, so the guys get a chance we uh, to, to start young. We we uh, uh, honor a player each year as the top community relations uh, uh, contributor uh, in our minor league system, and it's just something we feel is important because there's so much um, that they receive once they get the major leagues and revenue and, and and salary and stuff like that. So we think it's important to give back and be a part of the community. Final question. This is on every Reds fan's mind, and you've been around a long time, and you've been a, such a great part of baseball. Should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame, and will he get there? No, that's a good question. Um, we certainly hope so, and you know he's he's earned it through his uh, career and the numbers and what he's done as a uh, um, as a, a professional in the major leagues for the Reds. But you know, I guess uh, it's it's something I can't decide or, or vote on. So we'll see what happens. But he certainly has put up the, the numbers to, to thanks belong. for being with us and thanks for all you're doing for Brownsburg. Appreciate it. Thank you.
That was Walt Jockety, legendary executive for the Cincinnati Reds, putting a bow on our very special edition of Central Indiana today as the Cincinnati Reds came to Brownsburg last Friday, uh, in part because they're going to be helping Brownsburg Little League build some new fields. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, any of our conversations, you can go back and listen anytime you want. We've got a podcast available on SoundCloud and iTunes. All you got to do is search Central Indiana Today, and you can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet anytime you want, totally free of charge. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5.00. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's the place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it seems like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. 
TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org.